Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're going to talk about something completely different. We're going to talk about the economy and how quickly it may or may not snap back. And I'm doing this piece today because someone sent me a very good piece by a gentleman. I want to make sure he gets 100% credit for a lot of the material, most of the materials coming out today. I, of course, will infuse my belief system into it also. But the gentleman's name is Peter Linneman. And he's an economist, and he puts out a um, thing called the Linneman Letter. And uh, from what I heard listening to a short piece by this gentleman, he seems to have a very good understanding of the way the world is working. Um, currently, the gentleman's 69 years old. He's been an economist for you know long time. Uh, University of Chicago graduate, uh, Central Catholic High School graduate, Ashland University graduate. You know, he's got the background. Thing is, though, is that a lot of people have education. A lot of people have. Uh, economic backgrounds, but they don't get what's really going on, nor can they explain it in human terms. And he was being interviewed by a guy, quite honestly, which was really a terrible, terrible interviewer, uh, it, because what he was trying to do was show how much smarter he was than Peter Lineman. I don't remember the guy's name. I'm not even going to look it up because it's irrelevant. Uh, but he was talking in all these big terms and uh, numbers and $27 trillion and $16 trillion and 42%, 112, 5% up, 2% down, da, 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 da. And if you're anything like I am, and I think most people listen to the show are pretty much like I am, none of that stuff means anything to you. You know, what it means is, what, what's important is what does it mean at the sidewalk level, at my front door level? and my refrigerator level. What does it mean? Where's the economy going? What do I have to look forward to? Now, I'm also involved in a lot of real estate investing. I think some of you have heard this before. Laugh, laugh, joke, joke. Uh, I've been doing it for 30 years. And I'm still currently investing in real estate. In fact, I closed a deal just yesterday. 
Got another one closing tomorrow. Uh, so I'm buying real estate deals out there, guys. I'm out there doing it right now. So if you think that there's no good deals out there, think again. There are deals out there. You just have to be out there looking hard and working hard and working through the process to get to the ones that work. Now, having said that, let's get back to what I wanted to talk about, this Peter Lineman guy. Um, he coined a phrase called a butterfly recovery. And I'm trying to take this down to human terms and say, think of the way a butterfly floats through the sky. It kind of just flitters up and flitters down and flitters across and so on. And if, he's, if his metaphor is meant to be exactly like the flight of a butterfly, what he's really saying is the economy is going to go up, go down, go sideways, flutter around, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's no direct lineage up, direct lineage down that he sees during this butterfly effect. So we need to discuss what does he believe the butterfly effect is from. He talks about the fact that this pandemic comes along and all of a sudden the government is saying to you, you can't work. You can't open a business. You can't open your business. You have to close down. And also scaring the death out of you that you're going to die if you don't. So now we've got a country full of people that aren't working and a country full of people that are scared to death. What happens to the economics of the country during that time? Well, obviously, the, you know, consumer consumption goes way down. Uh, all you think about restaurants, hotels, travel, all that type of stuff is just basically gone, right? So we're losing some one, some percentage of our total economy is just gone, just completely gone. And so we dropped down to 16% unemployment, I believe is the low that I remember reading the other day. And we went through it. We fought it out and the government came back and said, you know what? We're in a situation where we have created victims. It's not their fault victims. I mean, victims that have done nothing to be in the position they're in. People didn't lose their jobs because they didn't get up and go to work. They didn't lose their jobs because they did a poor job at work. Businesses didn't shut down because they did a poor job of serving their customer or didn't get the economics of their product right. All of the normal reasons that an economy would go crashing down had nothing to do with this economy crashing down. Massive amount of money is available. The government this time instead of 2008 realized that if you're going to have a recession, if you're going to have this kind of a problem, unemployment, you need to pump the, the, the entire economy with as much money as you possibly can, and they pump trillions in. I'm not going to quote all the numbers these guys were quoting back and forth at each other because it's still relevant. You know, the government's just been throwing money at the problem for about a year and a half, two years now. Maybe even more than that, but at least that. And so we know that there's this money out there, and because the money was out there, we limped through survival. Now, as I said yesterday, if you would listen to my show, um, We've talked about the fact that we didn't really, most of us, die. We limped. We slowed down a little bit. But then we've come back. And we came back because of the stimulus packages, because of the PPP. These guys did it right this time. They didn't let the bottom fall out of the economy. 
And so just as soon as they started lowering the rate of growth of the um, virus, then the economy started picking back up. And that happened until we came to summer. And in midsummer, then it was the, oh my gosh, the summer problem is, or in midsummer, I'm sorry, we got through summer, then it started to get cold again. And, you know, they said it was going to go through the roof during the winter. And of course it did. They knew it was going to happen. They told us it was going to happen. And it happened, right? That's the way the flu works. And this is a form of flu, I believe, the virus. And we now have this situation, what he brought up. And I thought that was a very interesting observation. He said, the reason that the economy could not come back completely and will not come back completely for quite a while is this. We still have governments around the country, city, state, county, local, telling people they can't open their businesses. They can't open past a certain amount of time. They can only serve a certain number of people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's still control there, right? But secondly, you now have an entire electorate of people. The entire economy is filled with people skeptical of going out. I wouldn't get on a plane right now. This guy said he had not gotten on a plane. He used to fly all the time. He goes, well, it's my age. He goes, it's my age also. I'm 64 years old. You think I want to risk getting on a plane? Right? You want to, do you want to risk going to a baseball game, football game, this whatever game? It doesn't really matter. I'm not going. Why? I don't want to die. And so he, he made this point that was so, I would say, sound and human felt that you now have a double-edged sword here. The double-edged sword is the government still doesn't want you to open your business, still wants you to shut down and protect everybody, and you yourself, even if they would let you go, might not go to a basketball, football game, baseball game. You might not even go, even though you, they might open up the airlines. You might not even still be willing to go. That's the real challenge. So he says, because of these two reasons, we have a couple of issues here. The first issue is we have all these people with no money. They've lived out all their savings. They've taken all their unemployment. And they need more money. And the government is and should be required to give them that money since they took that money away from them. Now, you say, why? Because they, being broke with no jobs, cannot go borrow enough money to survive. On the other hand, the government, and this is a great point you made, the government can borrow as much as it wants. It can make as much money as it wants to make, and no one will stop it. So what does that mean? Bottom line, the government needs to borrow the money, create the debt, and give it to the people to live on. We'll be right back with the Del Wadley Radio Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're discussing Peter Lindman's theory of the butterfly recovery, which is a soft, floating, but never really get there recovery type situation. His next theory um, is that we have a period of time before this stuff really goes away. And they came up with some statistics that were, you know, pretty good. But but it basically said was, at this rate of people becoming inoculated, he's saying that, first of all, even if you got an inoculation right now, you're not actually going to be immune for another 30 days, okay? So then he said, how long is it going to take to get all these people or a, a preponderance of people inoculated uh, and be able to have a tipping point in that situation. He comes up with anywhere from July to August of this year. I don't know if that's relevant or not. I don't the way it's going so slow. I don't know if even then will happen. But that's the number he came up with, and he's an economist, and I'm just a guy that buys real estate. So um, we'll, we'll live with that. So by August, enough people should be inoculated. Then he says, now there's still the... The, the layover of, okay, has the economy come back yet? And when you look at it and you say, well, we're at 6.5% unemployment right now, and I remember back during the Obama days, it never got any better than 65 I remember back when I was in high school and they were teaching us economics that 6% unemployment was what we called full employment, which meant if you had any more employment than 6%, you would have inflation because you would have more jobs chasing less people and less people would de demand to get paid more money uh, because there weren't enough people to fill the job. So they never wanted employment to go below, unemployment to go below 6%. That was called, you know, full employment. So now we've gone through a period where it got down to less than 4% at one point, And now we, we're not happy with 6.5%. But rolls in Biden. Biden, on the other hand, is a Keynesian. And from what I can remember from high school, Keynesian theory is it's the bottom-up theory. The Republicans believe in the money from the top down, and Keynesians believe, and Democrats believe, the money from the bottom up. So you give all the programs, you, you flood the economy with money. How do you do that? Well, you have stimulus packages, you have more PPP, you have direct payments to people, uh, you have rent relief for people, you have additional welfare, food stamps, child support uh, type things, um, 
I can't remember all the names. I never had a baby and used any of them, so I don't know all these things. But, you know, your kid can get food. He can get clothes. There's all these different things. There's money you can get if you have kids. Um, so there's all this relief. There's school relief. There's this, that, whatever. Flood the bottom people in our society with money, and they will go spend that money. Where if you give a dollar to a rich guy, he just sticks it in the bank of savings. And, you know, there is truth to that. All right? I, I myself believe there's truth to that. The money should go to the people that need it because they will spend it. Now, what happens to it after they spend it? Unfortunately for the Keynesians, it goes right back to the rich people because they spend it in the businesses of rich people. So now, as that goes on, the rich people still end up with all the money. So rich people don't complain that you're, they're giving your money back to the poor people. Because the poor people aren't getting rich by getting your money. The poor people are getting your money so they can spend it in your business to keep your business thriving. The theory is that the richest of everybody should pay the most taxes is why we have the type of tax plan we have. We don't have flat tax. We have a tax that is progressive. The more we make, the higher the rate, higher the rate, I'm sorry, tax rate you're in. Okay? So we... People at the top complain about that. I don't. I don't have any problem with paying taxes. Why? Because there are ways that you can avoid taxes as of right now, which is to own real estate. Why? Because they need places for people to live. And if they don't make that an interesting and effective investment for people, then there wouldn't be any housing. The government tried creating housing. All it did, it created slums in New York, slums in Chicago. Every place they built government housing like the Russians did, it turns into slums. You cannot put all the poor people together in a artificially developed city and expect they won't tear the place to pieces. So then they came up with the idea, okay, for HUD, we will take and give everybody housing vouchers so they can go out into the world and find places to live to spread them out so they don't all end up at one school district, so we don't have all of our problems in one part of the city, all of our problems in the same kind of, the same schools, et cetera, et cetera. So HUD came up and said, let's spread them out. Problem? Most people won't take HUD vouchers. Only the slumlords would take HUD vouchers. So what is the next thing Biden has to do? You can see, I'm telling you, it's coming they're going to make it mandatory that you take housing vouchers. What they'll do is they'll make it discriminatory to discriminate on how people get the money they're going to pay you. In other words, you can't say that this kind of earning, this kind of income, or this kind of subsidies are not the same. If the person has the money to pay you, they have the money to pay you. And if they have a direct payment to you, they have the money to pay you. They may not have enough money to feed their kids. They may not have enough money to pay their bills, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But they've got the money to pay you, so you can't turn them down. That's going to be the next thing they're going to pass. I'm just telling you. Because then they'll be able to take this Keynesian theory and spread these people out all over the country. Why do they want to do that? Because it's probably better off that spread out the poverty in this country, but also because they spread out the Democratic power base to all over the country. It's going to happen. Elections have consequences. 
the Democrats control everything. So they're going to look at it from their point of view, the Keynesian point of view, right? So a lot of this is my theory, not Peter Lindemann's, but I just wanted to add it on there because it all comes about with what he's saying about Biden and the Keynesian theory. Now, if we take the next step and go, okay, how much more stimulus are they going to need? And he came up with this elaborate calculation saying, if you take this amount of, uh, of people that are unemployed and figure that with every month that goes by, X number of more people are going to be have a vaccine, X number of more people will be available to go back into the economy, and slowly but surely, the economy should get better. And at some point, and this is what he says, like August, we should be back playing in a level playing field where the thing can take off and fly like a bird, which means directly to where it wants to go, whether it's going to go up or down. And he doesn't make a decision whether it goes up or down. He's just saying it will be free, free to free fall or free to fly. At some point, the Democrats are going to have to live with what they create. And I'm not even saying it's bad or good. I'm not here trying to say that. What I'm saying is that this guy was pretty clear in saying that for at least until August, the economy's not coming back completely. It just can't because the governments won't let people do it. And people are afraid to do it, right? So the next question comes up with, if you keep pumping and pumping and pumping this thing with stimulus and more stimulus and more stimulus, what happens? This is one of the most interesting parts of his comment. We'll get it when we come back after the break. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. <laughs> Did I go through or with uh, all that music going on? Uh, today, we're covering Peter Lineman's um, butterfly recovery effect, and uh, we came to the point where the big question comes to this. He is calling for more stimulus. Biden is calling for more stimulus. Pretty much everybody is calling for more stimulus for these reasons. The people that are being hurt are not being hurt because of their own fault. The government destroyed them. The pandemic didn't destroy them. The government destroyed them. Now, We'll leave it that the government believes it made the right decision. Okay, we get that. But now the question is, what about these poor people due to no fault of their own? How do they survive? And the answer is we have to give them money to survive. We took their income away from them. We took their jobs and their businesses away from them, right? And historically, it's a part of the Constitution that if you take something from somebody called imminent domain, if you take a piece of real estate, you have to fairly compensate them. Well, these people need to be fairly compensated. You need to give them back their income so they can survive, so the economy can survive, so everybody survives. 
And before we went to break, we talked about the concept, but but why don't they just borrow money to survive? Because they can't, because they have no income. They have no way to pay the debt back, so they won't, no one will lend it to them. But the government, on the other hand, can put together all the debt at once, and it isn't going to bother anybody. I heard an economist say it one time. I thought it was just amazing. He goes, don't ever worry about how much debt the U.S. government has. Our kids are not paying for it. Our grandkids are not paying for it. It's just going to get deflated away, and our debt will never get called. The only way our debt can get called is if China is willing to throw an atomic bomb at us because we didn't pay. Because if we don't pay, there's nothing they can do except go, well, we won't buy your stuff anymore. Go, okay, then we won't buy your stuff anymore. And then what will happen? The economies of both countries will go down. Everybody will be happy that they hate each other. But nothing will happen. We will survive without China. So there's really no way to worry about the debt the government produces. So why not produce more and more and more and more debt, right? So then you get to the question, well, what about inflation? When you keep adding debt and pumping money into the system, does that not create inflation? And this, my friends, is one of the best, I'd say most important revelations that I got from this talk. He brings up the point of Milton Freeman, who is a famous economist. And I'm quoting this right out of uh, the internet, right? Milton Freeman famously said, Inflation is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon in the sense that it is and can be produced only by more rapid increases in the quantity of money than in the output it should produce. And I just put in the it should produce part myself. Then it can uh, then. So in other words, when you keep pumping money into the economy and there are no new businesses growing like right now. There is, there is no, no expansion. There is nothing. You say, well, there is no inflation. Where did inflation go? There's nothing's getting more expensive. And it says we currently engage in this test of the proposition. It, it, here's the deal. Let me put it in layman words. If you keep pumping money in, according to Milton Freeman, logically, there has to be inflation. But here's the mistake. Most of us believe that inflation is measured by consumer price index. Consumer inflation. And what Lindemann said was, that's not the case. There is lots of inflations out there. There are prices for everything. The price of housing has skyrocketed. I used to buy houses when I first started at $25,000 a door. They're now median prices, 250000 bucks. That's a thousand times more. That is Price inflation. I used to buy apartments at $10,000 a door. We're now buying them at $150,000 a door. That is price inflation. The stock market a couple of years ago was went all the way down to $6,000. It's now $31,000. That is price inflation. Oil hasn't inflated. Gold hasn't inflated. Silver hasn't inflated. Anywhere near what they have in the past but they are inflated from what they had as lows. So what it's saying is when this money hits the marketplace, it seeks a place to settle. Now, here's the interesting part. It seeks a place to settle that produces income. Smart money, which I said, all money ends up in the hands of the rich and the business class because all poor people, when you give them money, spend it, 
it gets spent into the business and absorbed by the rich people, right? It all ends up in the rich people's hands, and what do they do with it? They look for places to put it to earn more money. This is the wealth cycle that I've taught for 30 years. Buy one house, 10 houses, an apartment, two apartments, eight, 20, 500 units, 1,000 units, 2,000, 5,000 units. And as you keep putting the money and the profits back in, you become one of those rich people. And much quicker than you'd even believe. But now, when you look at it, savings accounts right now, I've been tracking savings accounts for the last three years. When I first started watching savings accounts, interest rates were less than a half a percent. They were like 0.35% interest. They're now back, they went all the way up to 2.5% interest, and they're now back down to, on average, slightly under a half a percent on the best places. Uh, and my savings account in Wells Fargo is only 0.16 for the savings account, 0.03 for the checking account. So now you're looking for places to put your money. Dividends are down 4%, according to these guys. Uh, interest is down 6%, according to these guys. In other words, money, there's more money out there chasing returns, and because they can't find the returns, they're overpaying for the stuff that does return it, which is real estate, real estate, real estate, real estate, and real estate, period, right? And the stock market, businesses, period. Wherever the business is, the business of the stock market, the business is in the stock market, the business of real estate, the money is ending up there. Now, if the money keeps going in trying to buy that return, then the return on investment is going down. And the return on investment is getting lower and lower and lower and lower to some businesses. The rate of return on that investment is zero. So in other words, you may have a tremendous amount of money in the stock market, maybe $10 million but it's paying you $2 a year in dividends because there's no dividends anymore. There's no interest. You may have 10 million in savings, 20 million in savings, and it's paying you, what would it be? It's $10,000 a month on $20 million. And it's soon to be down to probably 4,000 on 20 million. So you see, there's no place to put your money. So where am I putting my money? I bought a real estate deal yesterday. I'm buying another one tomorrow. I'm putting my money where? Into real estate. Am I doing that simply because I've been doing it for 30 years? No, I'm doing it because it's the only place you can get a return. That's the important thing to understand, that money is chasing returns. So what is happening? Inflation on fixed assets, on assets that return income. They have income component to them. And so, my friends, what you're going to see is that real estate is going to go up in value. Now, if the prices keep going up on assets of any kind to where the rate of return is almost nothing on a cash flow basis. Now, there is cash flow, but percentage-wise, it's almost nothing because you paid so much to get that cash flow. When that rate of return is so low... Will people keep investing? The answer is yes. Why? Because the income is coming out on the capital gains side of the deal. These are called zero coupon investments. You make nothing on the coupon, on the payment, but you make money on the back end on the capital gain. And so if an apartment complex costs $5 million today and pays you no cash flow, but is worth $10 million five years from now, you've made 100% return in 10 years.
right? It's just changing. But it's there. The money's still there. The income's still there. But the rate of return on a cash flow basis is not. And that's where we're at right now. And that's where this gentleman, right? This Mr. Lindemann, or what's his name? I'm sorry. Peter Lineman. This is his belief of where we're at. Take a short break. Be right back. Del Wamsley Radio Show. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. We've just finished the discussion of the butterfly effect uh, that was proposed by Peter Lindman. And I hope you enjoyed it and listened to it a couple times, maybe until you wrap your arms around it, because there's a lot of material in there. It really should be able to tell you where you're going to go as far as your investments if you pay close attention to it. Also, I'd recommend you go look him up on the Internet, maybe sign up for his newsletter. He does have uh, a regular newsletter, and uh, I think I'm going to sign up for it. So you want to get involved with that for yourself, that's up to you. I'm, I'm not getting paid to sell this stuff. I'm just telling you, I thought the guy really had some good ideas. So having said that, we want to take a look now at our national situation. Uh, during the pandemic, we've had uh, better success than we could have even dreamed of. Uh, we thought that it was gonna be problematic for us because we do almost everything we do live, but luckily for us, our staff here um, are all retired superstars from other companies. In other words, what happens is I retire people uh, that come in from all walks of life that were really, really good at something, very successful people. They retire themselves with real estate. Now they've got nothing to do. I ask them to come back and work here and as part of the team and give back and mentor and so forth and that's all great the way it happens but then when the pandemic hit all these people had all these skill sets immediately leaped on this problem and they turned everything we had from live entertainment all the way to all of our educational product to everything and took it online and because of that we have not missed a beat in getting your information out. We've not missed a beat in helping people. We've not missed a beat in buying real estate deals. So now uh, what's happened to us is that whereas we used to be predominantly a Houston-based company, then we became Houston-Dallas-based, Houston-Dallas-San Antonio, which was a Texas-based company. Then we moved to Phoenix, Arizona, and we just now opened up something in Atlanta. And uh, so really, truthfully, now we are a national company. In other words, we have more members nationally than we have in Texas alone, whereas before forever, we had Texas had more members than the rest of the nation put together. Not anymore. We now are equal bases and membership all across the country. Um, not specifically saying each state has the same amount of members. What I'm saying is if you take every other place but Texas, it now has as much as Texas. So we've gone from local company to a state company to now a national company. One of the individuals to help make that happen is one of our national presenters and teachers and mentors, Mr. Lee Reeves, and he's with us here today. Lee, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Dell. I always love coming on with you. Well, we want to hear an update of what you have been seeing out there. You're out there in the trenches helping people, teaching people, motivating people. Uh, I'm sitting here in my little COVID protected house all by myself. So you're the man out there in the field with the guns now. What's going on? 
Well, listen, I, I, I love what you said about the butterfly effect and unintended consequences. And yeah, one of the unintended consequences of this whole COVID thing is we really have pushed national and found ways to do it super effectively. We all want to come back in person, but, uh, but we're, we're finding ways to do what we do effectively. So I do want to mention some events coming up. We have uh, some free workshops. Guys, if you want to check out Lifestyles and learn the five ways that we make money in real estate, learn the seven principles that we use to provide for our families and run our businesses and see how the numbers really work in single family and multifamily case studies. Go to our free workshops. These are conducted by webinar right now. Register at lifestylesunlimited.com. And, and I'll tell you, we've got two coming up immediately, right? Tomorrow night, January 14th, we have one at 9.30 p.m. Central Time. And if lunchtime is more your speed, next Wednesday, the 20th, we have one at noon. Uh, in addition to that, we've got a case study coming up at the end of the month. This is where we really break down real members and their deals and what they what they did, and we can ask questions. Um, that's on webinar. Register for that. Uh, that is Thursday, January 21st at 6 p.m. Central. And, uh, you know, the Butterfly Effect talks about little actions leading to something bigger. And if you want to get involved in real estate, you really do need to attend our two-day financial freedom seminar. Uh, we have one coming up this weekend, I believe. It's a four, uh, sorry, next week. It is a four-part financial freedom seminar. Those are in the evenings, guys. So after work, you can tune in, put the kids to bed, and uh, and do our two-day class over four different evenings. That starts on the 19th of January. And then uh, online, we have our traditional format. Uh, that's uh, Saturday, January 23rd, and Sunday, January 24th. And we've got all kinds of other member events. Right. We've got virtual meetups in Phoenix and San Antonio. And uh, at the end of the month, I do need to mention this, Dell, because this is really, really critical. And it's something I look forward to every year. In fact, we may have uh, members over to our place. But the 2021 Economic Outlook with Dr. Mark Dopsauer, that's on webinar. That's on webinar. And that's on January 28th. So, uh, Dell, I, listen, I just want to leave people with, look, January is a great time to get started in real estate. Right. The holidays are over cold outside. People want to stay inside so you can get out there and grab some great real estate deals. But before you do, you got to get up to speed with education from Lifestyles Unlimited. Absolutely. I just closed one yesterday. I don't know if you heard that on the show, but I closed one yesterday. I'm closing one tomorrow. So I bought two That's different amazing. deals in two days. And I've got, I was on the phone last night till about 7 30, 8 o'clock at night with the broker, one of our brokers here at Lifestyles, negotiating two more. I mean, it's just like, wow. I'm going crazy. But the, the reason is interest rates went from two and a half percent down to less than a half a percent. Now think about that. If less than a half percent to 1% is a hundred percent increase, right? 1% yeah. to, uh, and then to go up another 1%, that's a 300% increase. And then to two and a half is a 400% increase. So it goes the other way too. I just had a 400% decrease in my return wow. on my savings accounts. Now, you know yeah. me well enough to know that's the kind of thing that pisses me off. And I yeah, said, your attention. <laughs> I said, man, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this because I went from making, you know, probably I think it was three hundred thousand dollars a year on my savings accounts down to, uh, you know, seven thousand dollars a month, which if you add it up, it's gonna be like seventy grand a year, eighty grand a year. Uh -huh. I mean, that's that's devastating. I said, nah, that isn't happening. I'm buying real estate. That's all there is to it. I've been just sort of sitting on my thumb, you know, not really caring. Well, Lee, thanks for coming yeah. on and sharing everything with you us. Bet. 
And uh, keep up the good work, man, because uh, people really like it. And I know they really like it when you take the time to do the four-day. A lot of people who couldn't commit to two full days, Saturday and Sunday, because of family or church or whatever, man, can really get into this four-day thing. And I know it's harder on you to give it that way, but, man, we appreciate you doing it. For the rest of you out there, get into one of these classes. Get in there with Lee or one of the other presenters and learn what it is we're talking about so you, too, can say it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. For listening to the Dell Momsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Momsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.